Welcome to the first edition of our Brotherhood Headlines with me, Abby Bolt, where I take a little time to share with you some of the most interesting and inspiring news stories around the world. If you know of an inspiring headline, feel free to send it to me at media at herbrotherhood.com. Now let's get on to the latest stories. A woman who attributes her success to showing up prepared and working diligently has become the first female Marine to pilot one of these fighter jets. U.S. Marine Captain Annalise Satz, 29 of Boise, Idaho, completed the first F-35 basic course on June 27th, the Marine Corps announced in a press release last week. Satz trained for four years, including in Corpus Christi, Texas, and Meridian, Mississippi, before arriving at Marine Corps Air Station in Beaufort, South Carolina in July 2018. She took her first flight in the F-35B Lightning II Joint Strike Fighter, the first ever supersonic short takeoff vertical landing stealth aircraft in October of 18. The first flight was done solo, something that Sat said she was prepared for thanks to her training, which included practice time in simulators and written exams. The syllabus thoroughly prepares you for that time you take off and for every flight after that. It's an exhilarating experience, she said in the press release. The Marine said Sats, who was more than 300 flight hours, will now join a unit called the Marine Fighter Attack Squadron 120 Run, the Green Knights in Iwakuni, Japan. Before joining the Marines, Sats was a commercial pilot flying helicopters. She said her helicopter piloting and training schools helped her live up to her potential. In Arkansas, a little girl jumpstarts campaign for female plastic toy soldiers. This one really hits my heart pretty well. A six-year-old girl provided a strong kick to a campaign to create female versions of the iconic Green Army Men after sending a powerful letter to several toy manufacturers. After getting her hands on the two-inch tall toy, Vivian Lord of Little Rock, Arkansas quickly realized there are no women figures, not even in the pink set. I saw the pink ones, but those aren't girls and people in the Army don't wear pink she wrote in her letter as reported by MilitaryTimes.com. One of the recipients of the letters was Jeff Amell, an executive with Scranton, Pennsylvania-based BMC Toys, who quickly responded with an overdue update of an ongoing project to fashion the female figures. The general concept is a set of female combat toy soldier figures in the style of plastic army men from World War II to Cold War era that would blend in with existing figures from a variety of manufacturers and look like what the average person thinks of as little green army men that just happen to be a woman, he wrote. Women in 2016 make up 14% of the Army's enlisted ranks, and 18% of all Army officers were female. While several manufacturers produced the green army men featured in such movies as Toy Story, Mr. Amell said that he is developing the figures as toy soldiers that are an extension of the generic army men universe of pop culture rather than historically accurate hobby models. It is all but certain that the toy would be created in the standard army green, but it remains unclear whether his version would be manufactured in pink, which may not be warmly received by the six-year-old soccer player. Some girls don't like pink, Vivian argued, so please, you can make army girls that look like women. She wrote that if the female plastic soldiers are produced, she would play with them every day, and my friends would too. You can find more news on that story in our show notes. The San Jose Police Department is holding a career day for women. It's highlighting job opportunities, and participants can talk with female officers and other personnel about what daily duties there are with the department learn law enforcement tactics, engage in practice and role play exercises, and have an opportunity to practice the physical agility exam. The department is hiring officers, 911 dispatchers, and call takers, and records police data specialists. Take a look at the show notes for more info. In Norfolk, West Virginia, a firefighter finds purpose 
in family and career, a terrible car accident, a serious medical issue, a house burning out of control. When most of us are faced with an overwhelming emergency, there's only one thing we can do, and that's call someone like Trisha Feyman. She's a probationary firefighter medic at the Norfolk Fire Division, and she specializes in helping to set right situations that require a high level of expertise. She also happens to be the only current full-time female firefighter in Norfolk. She is held to the same physical standards and training requirements as her male co-workers, who she said are supportive and always pushing her to reach her potential. I don't know that I'm treated any differently, and in fact, with the particular shift that I'm on, I've known some of the guys for longer than I've even been a part of the Norfolk family, Feynman said. She met some through her previous work at Hater Volunteer Fire and Rescue and some through the Firefighter Combat Challenge. The camaraderie of everybody in the department is what I think I love the most. I'm not saying we don't have our brother and sister fights from time to time. That's just what families do. But those guys are my family away from family, she said. In Paw Paw, Michigan, Fire Department hires first female in department's history. Ray Lynn DeGroff, like others in the Paw Paw Fire Department, come from a long line of firefighters. She said joining the department was something that was destined to happen. Ray Lynn said her grandfather, her uncle, and her dad were all volunteer firefighters for Paw Paw. As a child, she remembers riding in the fire truck with her dad. It was then she knew she was going to be a firefighter. DeGroff started in November as a junior firefighter. She said being in a male-dominated career does have its challenges. Her advice for the women who want to get involved, just go for it. If you can dream it, you can do it. It's been my dream since I was eight, and I'm here, said DeGroff. NPR recently did a very interesting story titled, Their Tough Mom Was Also the Navy's First Asian American Woman Officer. To siblings Flip and Christine Cuddy, Suzanne Ann Cuddy was mom. But she was also a Korean-American lieutenant in the U.S. Navy who trained pilots to shoot down enemies during World War II. It wasn't until historian John Cha's biography of Susan was published in 2002 that her children learned about many of their mother's accomplishments. Mom was basically a trained killer. Flip, now 64, said in an interview with Christine, 69, at StoryCorps last year, she's a much different parent than, you know, someone who owned a bakery. For more information on all these stories and links mentioned in the episode, take a look at the show notes. Don't forget to share and subscribe to Her Brotherhood for more headline updates and riveting interviews of women who put their lives on the line.